Hello everybody, and it's me again with another episode of One with God and Nature. And again, I have been missing in action for quite some time now. Oh yes, the days are so hectic. It's one thing to the other thing to the other thing. And before you know it, five days pass and you hardly accomplish anything. But praise God, I'm back. I'm well. I wasn't so well the other day but I am better now and I'm back so without further ado let's get into our topic for today okay so welcome back once again to one with God and nature where we discover the power of God and the beauty of nature now usually when I come on here I usually have like I pick like something from nature, be it a plant, an animal, something that I'm fascinated by and I will talk about it and I would give the biblical principle surrounding that thing or relating to that thing. However, today it's a tiny bit different. So today it's just random thoughts and it's random thoughts because that's where my mind has been lately, all over the place. <laughs> okay, so to get started, the text that we're going to be using today is a text that I have to remind myself of every single day. And it comes from Romans 14.23, and it says, Anything that is not of faith, is sin. To go to it again, it's Romans 14.23 and it says, anything that is not faith is sin. And lately that's been like my go-to text, like when life gets overwhelming, when life gets down, when I want to give up, when I don't want to do certain things anymore, and I feel like, yo God, just just put me to sleep, you know, like right now, because like, ah, I am able. And then I remember Romans 14, 23, that says, anything that is not of faith is sin. And I remember I realized, I'm like, oh my God, this is sin. To not have faith and to not believe that God is able is a big sin. So whenever situations and circumstances arise in life and we find ourselves without faith, that's a sin. It's, you know, interesting to know. One of my favorite things to do is to be outside in nature. I love nature. I love the color green. The color green is very relaxing. If you didn't know that about the color green, go listen to give me the green light episode but i like to be outside in the green especially like early in the mornings before the sun comes up or after the rain would have fallen there's just something so peaceful and serene about that moment you know especially early in the mornings you know when you wake up and you go outside and you're in nature and you immerse yourself in that so like whenever I get a chance to do that it's such a relaxing experience 
you know and I often think about the life that Adam and Eve would have lived before they sinned to be in that garden all day all the time you know to be surrounded by such pristine beauty you know just to be immersed in nature and they were literally like one with God and their surroundings you know and I think wow you know like I can't wait to get back to that place to that state but yeah and many times like when I get a chance to go outside I know to immerse myself in nature it's like a complete takeaway for me like I forget everything that's going on outside and I'm just lost in the moment and it is in those moments you know that I become so amazed and my love for God increases but not only that not only my love for God I find it's in those moments that my faith increases like tenfold and I'll tell you why some mornings I would get up and I would go outside and like there's a particular section of the yard where there's a lot of grass so you know where there's a lot of grass you tend to have a lot of life it's an old ecosystem so you have animals and plants living and dwelling there and I would go outside and I would look at the grass and sometimes if you look closely you'd see a lizard and you know you'll see some ants and some other creatures some of them I don't even know what they are you know but you see them there hustling and bustling going about their daily lives their daily business doing whatever it is duties they have to do or whatever purpose it is that God has designed them to do and you know sometimes I'm out there and I am reminded that in Genesis the Bible says that in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth the sea and all that in them is I remember that and then I look at you know the surroundings again and I'm thinking like wow because okay my yard is pretty small and it's just a small area but if I were to go out into a larger area let's say like a forest or jungle or wherever where there's like this vast amount of vegetation and unlimited species of life and you know it's in those moments that I remember that God is an amazing God because look at all these amazing creatures they they and they're not just like random creatures just running about the place not knowing what to do with themselves just existing each one of them has a purpose and each one of them has a specific thing that they do that contributes to our life on earth and so I got lost in those moments and I think wow God according to the Bible in Genesis God created all these things in six days and not only did he create them the Bible says that he spake and it was done he didn't have to get down on his knees and 
you know, like dig up dirt and, you know, like get water and like molding stuff and all of these, and oven and, you know, all these equipment that we have to get now to do a few things. The Bible says he spake and it was done. Now, I often think about this scene, like, it's uh, something that I don't think my imagination has fully been able to grasp yet. Like, go back 6,000 years to the beginning of time on earth where there's nothing. And the God of the universe says, let there be light. And all of a sudden, you know, there's light. And you know, the most marvelous part of that whole creation is when he says, let the earth bring forth the living creature. You know, initially I had thought that when, you know, God was creating animals and so on, he would have created them like one by one. You know, I thought it was a case whereby he would have said, okay, let there be a dog. Let there be a cat. Let there be a snake. Let there be a rabbit. And that's what I thought it was. You know, that's how I thought that it was done. You know, one by one he he sat down and he said, Okay, let there be a cow, let there be a sheep, let there be a goat. However, According to the Bible in Genesis 1.24, it says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures after their kind. Cattle, Oh, I'm sorry about that. Let me go that again. Yes, Genesis 1.24, the Bible says, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was done. So it's like in that moment, you know, God, he's there and he says, let the earth bring forth the living creature after its kind and like all of a sudden you know a dog appears and a cat appears and a lion appears and a sheep appears and a goat appears and a lizard appears and these things just start appearing at least that's how I'm envisioning it in my mind these things start appearing out of Nowhere, because the Bible says he spake, and it was done. He spake these things into existence. And now, we have all these hundreds of thousands of different species of animals that exist today. Because God said one sentence. There are animals that exist in this world that have not even been discovered as yet. Scientists have not discovered them as yet. 
But God spoke one sentence and all of these things appeared. Not only did they appear, they appeared and they were perfect. They were good. Every one of them had a well-functioning system. You know, they had the ability to reproduce and to multiply. And like every time I remember that scene, I'm amazed. <laughs> so I go out into my garden and I look at the little things that are there that I see and I remember the creation week. When God spake and all of these things were done. It was done and it still stands today, 6,000 years later. And then, in those moments, I remember my motivational text, as I like to call it, Romans 14:23. Anything that is not of faith is sin. So in my down moments, in my frustrated moments, my discouraging moments, you know, I sit and I think to myself, how is it that you can believe, that you can trust the fact, even though scientists say that, you know, the world was formed with a big bang and everything that now exists <coughs> evolved from a single cell organism over about 30 billion years, you don't believe that. <coughs> You believe the Genesis account where the Bible says that God spake and it was done. So how is it that you can believe that God created everything in this world in six days? He spake it into existence. He said the word and it was done. You believe that. Without a doubt, I believe that. So why is it that when things get rough, and things get tough and you know like I get frustrated I don't see the way forward that I don't believe that God is able to do this for me or I have doubts that God can fix this situation or you know that he can deal with this and you know I sit in those moments and it's like um, so it's either you believe, you don't believe. Either you have faith or you don't have faith. And if you don't have faith, that is sin. So, what are you going to do? And I'm telling you, discouragement and you know frustration is it's not an easy thing at times. It is not an easy thing at times at all. I, I deal with it a lot. And some days it's so overbearing. It's so much, you know. But I remember the Genesis account. God speak and it was done. And, you know, I think that's why, you know, it's so important for us to spend time in nature, with nature, and with God, so to be reminded of these things. When you're in a concrete jungle all the time and all you see is concrete and steel, you don't remember these things as well as you would if you were outside, immersed in nature itself, among the creation of God. So, my friend, 
anything that is not of faith is sin. And the Bible says that unto every man is given a measure of faith. So my word to you today on this random thought session is the next time you feel discouraged, you feel hopeless, you feel you know, like you're not gonna make it, like how I feel so many times, you know, you feel as though the situation is too tough, you feel as though it's just, you just can't, you just can't and you don't want to, because the burdens of life is so overbearing. The next time you feel that way, go outside. If you live in the city, well, I suggest you find a park because if you go outside, like really like a lot of cars, there's a lot of traffic, that's just going to make you more depressed and discouraged. So try to find a park or somewhere that's quiet and that's nature, you know, where you can be among the trees and the animals. Go to the zoo. <laughs> Right, the next thing you feel that way, go out and spend some time with nature and with God. And look at the things of nature. All the things that God would have created 6,000 years ago. And how perfect they are. And remember... Who made those things and how he made them? Again, the Bible says he spake and it was done. So sometimes, you know, we go on as though some things are so hard for God. I, myself, you know, sometimes I act as though some things are so hard or so impossible for God. Or sometimes I have to wait on God and I get frustrated and it's like, ah, it's like, oh, come on. But go outside and dwell, have a moment with God and with nature. Remember, look at the grass, look at the ants on the ground and the birds in the air and all the trees and all these things. I remember that 6,000 years ago, the God of the universe spake and it was done. As it says in Psalms, I can't remember where, he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast, which means it didn't move and go anywhere. It's still there. Okay, so that just shows the power of the word of God alone. Alright, so in your discouraging moments, go outside in nature. I'm saying this so many times for emphasis. And have a moment with nature and with God. And allow the things of nature to remind you of the power of God. And let your faith be strengthened. Amen. In Jesus' name. Alright. So, I hope you would have gained something from my random thought session today and that I would have inspired you in some way to increase your faith and to spend more time with God and with nature. 
and so to close i'm going to read the most famous chapter on faith in the bible if you didn't guess hebrews 11 well then you need some lashes but in hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 to 3 it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtained a good report through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god so that things which were seen were not made of things which do appear praise the lord so until next time be good stay good keep the faith jesus is coming do not fall out of the race now hold on until he comes